Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to the Relatable Podcast, a safe space for open and honest conversations created for Black people. This podcast explores how we relate to one another in our intimate connections, friendships, family, and everything in between. Hosted by three Caribbean women, I am Fiona, a single mom. I'm Shaween, a very near empty nester. And I'm Chantal, a free-spirited monogamist. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. Okay, Relatable fam, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty, just keeping it real. Keeping it real? Huh, that's interesting, because this episode is a dedication. It is an ode to the 90s, y'all, and all the bling... All the phrases, the music, the food, what were you wearing in the 90s? We all thought we were hot stuff. When I look back at some of those pictures, I'm like, girl. And it's also a very humbling experience to be having this as our episode because I graduated sixth from college in 1992 and we are at 2023. And that hit me like a ton of bricks this week when I was kind of just, you know, I was on Spotify going through my fave 90s music. I was like, oh, shit. These songs are 30 years old. Yes. What yes. the hell? Yes. Yes. Yo, yes. The, yes. some of my favorite yes. songs are 30 years old. Yep. No. But yes. So this is what we're doing today. We're celebrating the 90s, y'all. Before we dive into the episode, touching in with my girls, my homegirls, my homies. I'm keeping with you, man. How y'all doing? How's your week been? I'll go first. The week, I, I guess a blur, real talk. A blur, a blur. Winter is a blur. As mm-hmm. y'all know, I've been, anytime I send you a voice note, it's me complaining about how cold it is. And I'm tired of just that to merely exist requires so much effort because you have to put the heating on you have to put clothes on and mm. you cannot just wake up in the morning and be comfortable you wake up in the morning and you're uncomfortable and you navigate yeah. your day through the discomfort of feeling cold and I'm tired of that I'm tired of just 
the sheer existence requires so much effort just to be comfortable, not necessarily to be happy mm-hmm. or to be prosperous, or to be, just to be just the basic comfort. And I am very fucking tired of it. Right. But I've taken a sabbatical from Instagram. Bum, 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 bum. Yes, it's now almost <laughs> two weeks. We love. And I know I told you all this, but I deleted the app when it reached its highest amount of accounts in its history. Mm-hmm. And it was, it started to reach the average, like reach was about 300,000 a month. Mm. And then it went up to half a million, then 600,000, then 900,000, then reached a million. I say, boy, and I kept yes. pushing and pushing and pushing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then 1. 1.1, 1.2, 1.3, 1.5, 6.7, up to 1.9 million. And I say, boy, let me try and aim to reach 2 million people. And when I say not followers, eh? I mean, how the account yes. reaches different yes. people, the analytics. Yes. But everybody has been like, New Caribbean has become like, almost like a shared room. Everybody was arguing with each other. Some people arguing with me. And it's, it was it was even like, it's not even to say it was contentious topics that I was sharing. Like if it's mm-hmm. a things, things that, that can be triggering for people, things like mm-hmm. colorism or slavery and stuff. I was even sharing that it was like vintage videos, old videos right. of, you know, how he once were and stuff. And then people just quarreling. Oh, what are quarreling over? Just little things like, <laughs> oh, 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 you post Puerto Rico where you never put <laughs> oh, Dominican Republic. Okay. And I'm like, okay, okay, hi, if you look back four days ago, I actually, <laughs> and then I, I did share this thing on, on Dominican Republic and it would annoy me because I would spend like four days editing that one thing about the Dominican Republic, right? Yeah, Just to make yeah. sure it has the right mixture of skin tones and shades because some people say, oh, you never post nothing about like white Caribbean people. Oh, you know, um, dark-skinned Caribbean people. Oh, it's only, you only posting about African things. What about Indian Caribbean people? What about China? So I've been doing my best there. Oh, so, you know, I shared a thing about Puerto Rico. Oh, why are you putting these white Puerto Ricans in there? And like, oh, you know, so it's like, no. Oh, mate. Okay. <laughs> Every single thing. Then, like, some like Haitians and Dominicans were getting to one, two week long arguments. So I'm waking up in my morning and I just seen these long paragraphs of just two people back and forth in, uh, amongst each other. Right. So even if they're not adding me, you see the comments. So even if I'm not involved in the argument, I'm still inadvertently mm-hmm. absorbing that energy all day. And I'm oh, like, yo, especially Christmas time was very, very volatile. And I think people were struggling through the holidays and it really mm-hmm. reflected on the page because even I made sure not to you know, share anything that was triggering this more joyful things. And it still erupted in arguments. So right. I say, you know what, Gasa? I have a lot of things to focus on. My life had become very myopic in terms of me navigating around strangers' feelings on Instagram. So I say, you know mm. what, if you're come out, you know what, KYC will still be there when you come back, right? Absolutely. It will still do its yeah, thing exactly. or whatever, let it make its wrongs or whatever. Even, yo, even I posted a thing, Goku, you know, the Dragon Ball Z cartoon. <laughs> I went dancing. It was like 16 that. seconds of Goku dancing to Copa music. I remember that. It was Papa. cute. And I'm like, yo, check what it's like. Ah, fire pun, uh, batty boy thing. Chichi uh, What? We know forward that. And then someone went on, a uh, Vincentian guy said, oh, I'll never forward this. And if, if this is how women think, 
then our society is doomed and mm-hmm. and whatever, hey, whatever. Hey. so it was no it was actually he had commented under a, a thing i shared where a girl said that caribbean people can be bullies very homophobic transphobic ableist they treat their children like property and mm-hmm. they do not want oh, to yes, talk yes, about yes, their I feelings and yes. then he was like ah i didn't know why is she promoting this homosexuality and i said so i see you're being yeah. a bit very misogynistic he's like why am i being misogynistic or, i said i said you're being misogynistic and homophobic because one you focus the issue that you focus on in that video was you had an issue with the woman who was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And the issue that you highlighted amongst the many things that she spoke about was homophobia. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're blaming the woman and the women because it's like, oh, only women are agreeing with this woman. Our society is doomed. And I said, you're focusing on the women who are agreeing with what she's saying. So how about looking at the fact that it is these women, maybe you're onto something. They may be right. And they're the ones who have actually been through um, levels of of sexual abuse, being that one third of Caribbean women have been victims of some form of sexual abuse, right? How about the fact that homophobia is real and the fact that you're only focusing on homophobia amongst the many issues that she highlighted in that video, that was your one main focus. So you decided Mm -hmm. to blame homosexuals and women in this video. So you know what, guys, I just say, if you're going to delete the fucking app. Yeah, for real. For re- I mean, I know that you spoke to us about it and, you know, I always agree in taking social media breaks It's something I've done for years, but mm. I mean, to be arguing over these things, Fiona. Girl, <laughs> girl, it, yo, it was like Christmas time was the worst Mm-mm. and into New Year's, it just, I say, you know what, Gasa? And you know, you always aim to increase your numbers and increase your views and you want, you know, your followers and all of that. But it definitely came at a cost. Yeah. And I, I deleted the app to refocus and I have been so much more productive. Oh, good. My it focus has shifted know. onto bigger <laughs> I things. I don't have anybody quarreling over anything. <laughs> your life your life is peaceful, Gasa, in, in that aspect. So but yes. Yeah. So that has been my past two weeks. Having that sabbatical has been very wonderful. I will come back, but I'm just, you know, I'm going to take your time. As you said, Fiona, and as we have said to you, no, your Caribbean isn't going anywhere. Mm -mm. And your work exists also outside of social media. Exactly that. And I forgot that. Yeah, man. And social media is, you know, it's useful. It's your biggest platform and it's wonderful. But your work also exists outside of that matrix. So don't. For me, I guess it's it's almost like saying to people, look, we existed before social media and businesses thrived before them, mm-hmm. right? And let's not forget that. Let's not forget that we can still fulfill our purpose outside of social media. You know, be careful of being caught up in the numbers game because also you can have the smallest platforms and be making a huge impact yep. and still getting, they call them now, they're calling them micro-influencers, right? Mm-hmm. There are people who don't have huge followings, but the people who follow them are quality, right? That's correct, yeah. And so if a brand has you post something and you have, you know, this person and that person following, you may just have 20 followers, but those people are engaging with your content. Don't discount yourself, right? Do not discount yourself, please. That is my sermon for today. That was a lovely TED talk. That is it. (laughs) So show in, show in. Yes, man. Because my week has been just long, hard, and just we finish now. 
finish. Mm. <laughs> I just need that week to finish. Today is Friday. Tonight, I'm not sure what, what's happening tonight, but yeah, this week has not been one of my best weeks at all. Mm. And I'm very glad it's coming to an end. Well, how can we support you, Shereen? How can we help you? Um, Y'all can't. A hug. Okay. But, um, but you're not there, so... I guess I'll just go on the beach. I'll go mm. cool out on the beach. And yeah. that's it. Yeah, ground yourself, babes. Get out in nature. Get myself. out in nature this weekend. Yeah. Definitely do that. Do some ocean bathing, forest bathing. Like, mm. really get out in nature. Get your vitamin D. The actual yes. sun as opposed to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> get that sun. <laughs> Yes. get the sun in your bones yes yeah. that's what i'm gonna yeah. do i did that okay. on um i did because I, i'm not feeling well i did it on tuesday and i that I, that felt really good but i mm. think i need another dose apart from that everything is iry my kids are good everybody is good we have life and that's the most important thing we love to hear it i'm excited about our topic today <laughs> <laughs> but before we jump in Shanta, you haven't said what your week how was your week? You've not said anything. My week has been, you know, the last few weeks I've had a visitor from one of my dearest friends from London has been here and it's been really wonderful to introduce her to Nevis and my family. It, it's been just a joy. Mm. And um, one thing she said to me, she said, boy, for such a small island, there's a lot to do here. Yes. I love that. That's what people forget, you know. Yeah. So we didn't get to do so many things because there were some days she's like, can we just be still today? (laughs) Can we not do anything today? Because I was like, oh, no, we have to do this. We have to do that. But of course, she also came to rest. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I had to remember that. And also she can come back next year. You know, she can come back whenever she pleases. So there's always an opportunity for her to do and see all the other things. Um, that they're there to do and see in Nevis. But I really loved that she felt that, that she was like, yo, this island may be small in size, but there is so much to do. And one of the things that she really enjoyed, Fiona, and I think this will make you smile, mm-hmm. is the food. The food, of course. Shocking. I have to come to Nevis. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. Wow. Wow. Wait. She had liked the food. Wow. Because you're the food ambassador of Nevis. Listen, we actually have a wonderful young lady. And I recommend that people follow her on Instagram. She is a foodie. And I think she should be the food ambassador for Nevis. And I think her Instagram handle is cash, K-A-S-H, cash for food, something so. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll look it up and make sure Sherwin puts it in the footnotes. And she is a foodie and she's Nevisian. And she lives between Nevis and the States and she does a lot of food traveling and a wonderful food blogger. And she definitely flies the Nevision food flag, you know, mm. but boy, we, we eat, I eat, eh? we eat, I eat <laughs> last two weeks. It's been wonderful. Outside of that, I've been very, very busy and it's not something that I wanted to be. Mm. Y'all know I'd like to take the first quarter and rest. And I haven't done enough of that. So I can feel myself in my body and mentally heading for burnout. Mm -hmm. So I am acutely aware of that. And there's a few things that I've said no to because of that. And there's a few things coming up that I'm going to delay, just personal projects. But client-wise, 
you know, I'm still, and it's it's such a, a state to be in. I'm still very excited about the client that I've been working with over the last few months. Her exhibition launches on Sunday and Monday. So I think when you guys listen to this, our wonderful supporters, we would have already had the private viewing and the official opening night of Deborah Tyrrell's exhibition, Claw Stories. <laughs> so very excited about the work that I've been able to do with Deborah, and also feeling really grateful that I'm being approached for more TV and film production and directing work. I am so excited about a few projects that are upcoming that I will be both producing and directing because I haven't worn my director hat for a good few years. I'm so excited for this one. Yeah, it feels so good. Chantal, like really, hey. Your whole director. I'm a telling you. Director. Chantal, a I'm gentle reminder you. of a yeah. one person that, remember the story. I just remembered Lord Chantal. and Fiona. Chantal, would you like to maybe give our listeners a, a bit of context? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, once upon a time... <laughs> So Fiona, many, many years ago, it seems like many, many years ago, um, was. was seeing this person and this person declared himself a filmmaker. And I respect, you know, if this is who you say you are, then this is who you say you are. And we were having a conversation and he was talking about the film process and whatever. And I offered my opinion on something. And he didn't really, and it wasn't like a harsh opinion. It was like, you know, have you tried this or whatever it was? And, you know, Fiona was like, you do know that Chantal, her background is in film and she <laughs> had, she actually has a degree in filmmaking. And he was like, oh, no, because what I was trying to say to him, he just wasn't receiving. And it's no, not no, 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 no. It's, have it's, to it's not that he wasn't receiving. He was being very dismissive and disrespectful and talking to you like very he didn't good. know anything about film. And I'd like oh to say God. that this okay. person's films were very, as Jariah says, subpar, okay? They're <laughs> mediocre. They look like, sure. they look like 1991 handheld students. <laughs> <laughs> this person was being an asshole. Okay. He was being very arrogant and um, presumptuous that, that Chantal knew nothing about yeah. film at all. because and he didn't have a bloody leg to stand on. And he did. He didn't. He was just very dismissive. He was not listening to her. And Chantal is not a very aggressive person when she's putting forward like her suggestions or her opinions, you know. And she listens, so she let him talk and whatever, whatever. And Chantal offered her counter, of which he was being very dismissive, very flippant to what she was seeing, and she was dropping some things that I knew he didn't get. And this is also why he was being very dismissive of her because I think she was, you know, anyways. Yes, Chantal, please go on. <laughs> and so I asked this said person to share his showreel with me, right? And so he brought it up. He brought it up on the laptop screen and Fiona and I sat there just being unable <laughs> to respond. Transfixed. It I would die. <laughs> I would die. It, oh my gosh. It was so bad, awful. guys. It was awful. And at that point, um, my beloved cousin who has since passed away, my much younger cousin, 
he years prior to that because he's very he was very very young had been making films using his laptop camera and his films were still better than <laughs> what this person was showing Fiona and I I kid you not my little cousin's films that he made on his laptop camera so imagine he is going around as a 15 year old with his laptop camera the camera on his laptop making these little skits and films with his friends these things end up being screened in New York at a film festival and this grown ass man in front of me as Fiona said dismissing my suggestions showing me this showreel and subpar is not even I don't even think that's deep enough I would like the audience to imagine a 1991 oh. Nigerian word church video. As the 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 text for the you know okay. with things like people floating in clouds and you know like them you know them memes where they they make it fun of like yes. Nollywood and Bollywood yes. very horrible <laughs> CGI Hi. guys multiply that yeah. by a hundred okay and I think Fiona wasn't this just a few years after I had covered. Afropunk in Paris. Yes, is, that, in that Paris. is correct. That is correct. Right, and and you were you were work, currently working for a production company, a full production was. company. Yes, I you was were. Working. I, you yes, were. I was. And and he said to you basically, he said, "What do you know? What do you what experience do you what have? What do in I film? know about film?" And I was just like, "Okay." He said, "What what is it? What what experience do you have in film? You know, because I've been doing this for how many years, whatever." And Chantal just turned and looked at him. She said, "I have a degree in film." And that was just <laughs> the most epic. That was it. That shut him down. Hey. But you know what? People like that. You see, the type of person I am, mm-hmm. I would go to him on. I'll tell mm-hmm. him, "Wow, you're amazing." Tell him that's amazing work. You should put it out there more. I would well, be <laughs> awful, horrible to him because his ignorance is just too over the top. His ignorance and arrogance was too over the top. So it I was. would say to him, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say, hey, hey, you need to put this out more. <laughs> you know, mat- let it match your, your ignorance. Because it's it's so stupid when you see people like that, when you see people behave and speak like they know the world and they, they, they're not shit. I'm sorry. I'm in that mood, so I'm being very grumpy. We, we get it. <laughs> but you know what, Sherwin and Fiona? The thing is, and like we all know, you do not have to have a degree in anything to be good at No, it. you don't. Okay? No, you don't. So we really want to reiterate that, right? Yes, exactly. exactly. I, I did not have a degree in anything to do with film production, mm-hmm. but I built mm-hmm. and run, ran a film production company, and we did Amen. a fucking good job at it. I would not dare. I would not dare stand up or speak to somebody anybody who's try who's doing anything in film and and try to big myself up over them no fuck no everybody mm-hmm. have their creativity and their talent and you come and ask what do you know what is hey fuck off man take your <laughs> shit and and yeah <laughs> it was a moment as Chantal was saying, it's not about having a, it's not about having a degree or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's about the attitude, especially if yeah, someone is offering. Exactly. And it was it was his manner of speaking to her it was in a very dismissive way, and now that, that was the issue because everyone there's enough people that ha- I never went to film school and I've made films exactly. Right? Exactly. But I don't have any degree. Yeah. In it is not that, but it is just it was it's his attitude that. was the yeah. issue. It was. It Anyways, was. You know, Some of our makers did not do not have a degree in film. And to be honest with you, 
for anyone wanting to get into film, my recommendation is do not go to school first. Just find yourself on sets. Go mm -hmm. get an internship. Go on set. Yep, yep, learn, yep. Like what aspect of, learn what aspect of filmmaking actually interests you. Because there's so many different elements that go into filmmaking right mm -hmm. and you may think oh it's about me picking up a camera and no. you know doing all the shots no mm -hmm. there's so you can be a director and never hold a camera a day in your life yep you know but that doesn't mean you don't understand how the camera exactly. works exactly right you can be a producer you can be a sound technician an editor editors yo so much respect to editors let me tell you okay lighting on score like come so on so many different you know so yeah that was just a moment in time and we know we've gone off on a tangent and we're coming right back <laughs> because we're diving into the 90s yes. listen is it me or when I think of the 90s like is it just because I grew up in the 90s that I have this real love for the music and when I'm listening to music some music that you know the youngins I listen mm -hmm. to, I'm like, y'all don't know hip hop. Y'all don't know rap. Y'all don't know neo soul. Y'all don't know R&B. Y'all don't know y'all. Is it just me? It's just me. No, it's no, not, it's not just, just you. you. It's not just you. And something I noticed, something I noticed mm -hmm. as well, I went to the cinema this week and I noticed that there's a lot of remakes mm -hmm. of not 90s films, but things that are appealing to people from that generation so mm. things like Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Yes. Come on. Who? Yes. Who? Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Yes. Nintendo, Nintendo 60, 64. 64. Oh, I can't remember. You, all these things. That's our generation. That is our wow. generation. They're appealing to. They're doing another Transformers. They're doing um, they're doing these are things our we grew up on. We grew up on mm. these things. So it's like they really are pushing to target our generation. So you, I, I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, boy, the 90s, the theme, the you've seen it everywhere, everywhere. Mm. And everybody you speak to is like, what's your best era for music? Always the 90s. So no, darling, I think, I think, yeah, it's, I think mm. we, we had the best time. I think. And that why was do you think era. that is? What, what um, was it about the 90s that seems... You know, it makes people so nostalgic. It makes you crave like 90s themed parties. What was Internet it? Internet and phones were not as big. It mm. was just coming in. Mm -hmm. And people actually, when we when we had fun, we had fun. When right. we and listened to music, we listened to the music. It wasn't mm -hmm. about, okay, of course, the big companies were putting out their big music videos, trying to do this and that on well, the and videos. But, mm. but, but we were listening to the music. Mm. Our, the music back in the 90s had meaning. Mm. There was something behind it. The films, I was just, I was looking at a list of 90s films. Yes. So these things stand out. Schindler's List. Oh, yeah. I, have, I have it right in front of me. I have mm -hmm. it right in front of me. Schindler's List, um, Boys in the Hood, Train Spotting, um, Lord, um, has a big Pretty movie, Woman, you know? Home Alone. Gasa, these movies are Home alone. Okay, <laughs> these are timeless, timeless movies. Clueless, <gasps> Clueless. Hey, so uh, tell me about a film that will be mm -hmm. timeless or that you could watch in twenty, thirty years. 
that's out now a, a new film that's not a remake okay. that's not a, 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 a okay. you understand tell me I can I mean I I think I would watch there's a few there's some very good films I mean I would watch mm-hmm. the photograph with Issa Rae again and again and again because you know like you said it. hopeless romantic you know and I love seeing black mm-hmm. people in love and that is something that I loved about the 90s. All those black rom-coms. Exactly. Hell yeah. Sanaa Lathan, Tay exactly. Diggs. Yeah. yeah. The Regina's. Like, oh my God, yes. You know, where every month there was like The Wood, The Brothers, The Best Man, which I have watched the recent mm-hmm. wrap up mm-hmm. and I loved it. And I will watch it again. Thank you very much. <laughs> Love and Basketball. Although... Eggs. Hey, hello. Although I rewatched that this week, self, right? And I was like, there's a few problematic things up in here. But <laughs> that's, a, that's a thing. I think a no. lot of things, I want to leave them in my nostalgic memories yeah. and not rewatch them because when you look back, there's a lot of things that I used to love and I'm like, oh, Gasa. Yeah. No, that's yes. actually yeah. quite problematic. Yes. Or it's certain young. things that were said and done. Or even even in some like old music and thing like that. And I don't even think yes, it's about of course that you get old and you crush in your pulse and everything. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things that when we were young and we didn't know, you know, yes. you didn't we didn't look yes. at things in, in a more in a more critical sense. Mm-hmm. And then yes. looking back, you're I'm like, mm. um maybe not. Like even, yes. Yes. even my beloved girlfriends. Even my beloved really? girlfriends. Really? Yep. Yeah. I was I find that Joan, as much as I loved her. Oh gosh, not Joan. She was quite selfish Mm. in terms of everything had to be about Joan. And when Tony was going through, look at us talking like, you know, these are our best (laughs) friends. When Tony, (laughs) when Tony was going through stuff, like she really wasn't, she couldn't be there for Tony a little bit more. And I know Mm. Tony was also problematic, right? But um, there's a few things, and as you said, Fiona, maybe it's just best to kind of leave them be and not rewatch with this new lens, you know, a more experienced womanly lens, you know, and just leave them. Because, yeah, I was watching a few episodes of Girlfriends because Girlfriends is like comfort food to me. You know, when, when, when I'm feeling like I need to see Black people just being Black people as opposed to being, you know, shot up, murdered raped all you know traumatized in yeah, some way yeah yeah girlfriends has often been my go-to but th- there's a few things and yeah then I mean no era is perfect right we we know this you know life isn't perfect but the 90s outside of now looking at some of the things like mm, side-eyeing it just seemed to me such a, a joyful era mm-hmm. for, 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 for for black culture Black creativity, Black expression, Black art. And I really enjoyed it. I love the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, come yes. on. In Hello. Yes. And course. I love the new iteration of it. I absolutely love that. You know, I, I can't wait for season two of that. But I love the old one, man. And a different world, guys. Which was oh. my show? The Wayans Brothers. The Wayans oh, Brothers was you my, my show. Mom. I loved so Marlon. Funny. Everyone was about Sean and Sean is so fine. No, no, it's no. It was Marlon was the one for me. Yeah. I agree with you, Fee. 
totally all about Marlon. Mm. And what about Living Single? The first oh friend. My because God. friends totally ripped off Living Single. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Family Matters. People even call the show Family Matters. They call it in Oku. Oku is Oku show. <laughs> I remember when Oku gets fine. <laughs> Do you remember yes, yes, Nico? yes. When he when he changes when his cousin his cousin changes is it his cousin or or he, he got his ego or some story I can't remember yeah, the alter ego yeah. something happens something. yeah yeah and he's he to get fine Stefan he yeah, he became Stefan Stefan <laughs> yes yes Thursday nights Thursday and Friday nights on so was it Thursday night and I. It was a different world, Fresh Prince and the other show, which I will not name because of the person that was in it. So that was like Thursday. And then Friday was Family Matters. And what else? Boy Meets World. Boy Boy Meets Meets World. Y'all don't remember Boy Meets World. With Topanga. No? Crickets? I know it. I I know know Boy Boy Meets World. World. I know Boy Meets World. But Topanga, stuff has come out about her that's slightly problematic. So. Really? Man, yeah. it's just everybody. Everybody And Blossom. Remember Blossom? Yes, I remember Blossom. I thought Blossom oh, was so cool. Would, question, would Sanford and Sons be 80s or 90s? No, Sanford and Sons is, is, is 70s. 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 70s and 80s. Boy, that's no? part of my Okay, I have one for y'all. I have mm-hmm. one for y'all. Okay, okay. 90210. Oh, you know oh. what? I bet you all my money that show will be so problematic now if you we went back. <laughs> Yo, I bet you that show lists with problems. Well, number one, were there any black people in it? No. no. The, the new one. one had the new one had a black guy. A black guy. Oh, a one, one a, a, one black man. A black guy. A black guy. Yeah, a black guy. They will just have one. If there's a, a black girl, black she's always a bitch. Yes, the token black person. She's but always I, some I, asshole who's part of the, the bitch on. crew. Yep. What about Save by the Bell? Save by the Bell. Zach Morris, Gassa. Zach Morris. Yo, I think like so many people's first white boy crush, Gassa. Yes, 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 for sure. Oh my, and Lisa Turtle, was that her name? Lisa yes, Turtle. girl, Lisa Turtle. Black Everybody girl. wanted to be Lisa Turtle because she was one of the Everybody. only like black girls who was like in a it's in such a commercial sitcom because yes. Say by the mm. Bell played on every channel, not just like BET or whatever. It was heavily syndicated, let me tell you. Yes, it was. It was yeah. like the, I think yeah. at the time the biggest sitcom in America. Oh, oh my God! Speaking of BET, come now, Teen Summit, Teen Summit, Teen Summit, with Ananda Lewis, the greatest of all time. Let okay. me say something. When you think about old school BET, you know they were very. They tried, you know, they tried. They had, and you I know, like old school BET. Me too. The fact that they did have Teen Summit, and they used to talk about like serious things about like yes. you know, sexual health and AIDS, and mm-hmm. and love a lot it. of positive things as well. I love Teen. I it was on a Saturday. Yes, it was. And so yes, I was. make sure that yes. I finished my cleaning because, yes. you know, I had to do cleaning in the house and then make sure that my little sisters were out of the way because hello, and then settle down and watch Teen Summit. Mm-hmm. That was my Saturday afternoon, yo. Yeah, it's Teen Summit. And then it was just like, they'd have, then they have things like Rhapsody as yes. well. And the thing Boy. is, what I, what I liked about it is because it allowed to play a lot of more underground music as well you know it wasn't just a repetition of the same like 15 Mm -hmm. videos for the whole Mm -hmm. day 
And then, mm-hmm. you know, you'd like sit down and talk to rappers and they talk about this and that, yeah. you know, and then they'd have the late night music video sex segments. Was it after dark? Yeah. <laughs> the uncensored, which I'm yeah. sure looking back now, it not it was they were probably not even that bad. They really weren't. Because <laughs> what they, I mean, the videos out now that they're playing on a regular, there's like mm. that, that the after dark was nothing. Because remember when when doing it came out, and LL oh Cool J was eating that doing peach and doing it well. Doing it. Yes, doing it. Yes. Remember when oh my the girls were dancing and he was, and that was, was like he was watching the, the peach show? Yes. And yes. LL had a peach in his mouth and made lips were wrapped around that peach. Yeah. And everyone, like, God. Um, and guess what? I watched that music video a couple of weeks ago because mm-hmm. it came across in my research, right? Yeah. I was watching the thing. And for one, you saw black girls' real bodies. Beautiful. So their asses were just regular size. Mm-hmm. The what they were wearing in the in the peep show was like batty riders and a crop top. They were not like in thongs or anything yeah. like that. And it wasn't even it wasn't even that bad. But at the time, not you that were risky. Like, no, yeah, that yeah. video is so risky. And how they could put that on TV and they talking about doing it and whatever and doing it well. Yes, with the morning <laughs> and everything, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, boy, these days mm-hmm. videos is everything and Next anything level. and anything. Yeah, so. Well, you know what I miss from the 90s with regards to music videos? When you would have the day, like 106 and Park would have the premiere Ugh. of the latest video of Aaliyah or yes. Child or whomever, you know, whomever. What Destiny Destiny Child was early 2000s, mm-hmm. but still, you know, and you look forward to that and they told you the time that it was going to be premiered and you want to see what this person coming with now, like the videos and Hype Williams. And all of them directed them. Yes, sir. Like, because I was talking about it with my with, with my partner, right? Because we were saying, like, yeah, you oh. took, like, every Saturday or whatever, they'd have the, the top 10 countdown. You want to know who's mm-hmm. number one. And, you know, there was, like, a lead up. And as you said, like, music videos were a moment, yes. right? That's what you think about. Remember Michael Jackson's videos when he used to come out? <gasps> Yo, that used to be, like, a whole movie, you know? An event. An event, okay? Yo. When the way you make me feel. Hi, yeah, yeah, yes. When that yes. video, oh my life, me and my school friends were home, you know, watching it and already trying to <laughs> memorize the moves. Yo, guess I remember I when it. um, remember the time came out with Eddie <gasps> Murphy and Iman, oh, and nah. the music videos like 15 oh, minutes God. long, you and the choreography, the choreography, yes. And when he had turned yes. into his hand, and everyone's like, yo, like, yo, it was like, it oh, was just God. so. Revolutionary, and then like when black or white, I remember when all the different oh my races God. they were walking into each other. Like, yes. and, but the music video is so long. And then I was the other day I was there watching the Earth song, and I'm <gasps> like, yo, that man talking about like all of these environmental things mm-hmm. from 30 years ago. Yeah, yep, yep. And people really underappreciated that song. Yep. I feel that they song did. was way before that song time. is heavy. It is almost you know he was looking to the future people weren't listening people still not listening when it comes mm-hmm. to the environment that song is still relevant and that's the thing with artists like michael jackson their shit is still relevant yep still yep. relevant still fresh you could listen to it today and find relevance and resonance within that come on earth song yep yep and that yeah. that's what i was saying most of the stuff that came out of the 90s mm. you could watch them in 20 another 30 years and they'll all still be very relevant yeah and, mm. and they will all still hit 
the same way. You understand? And dance hall music from the 90s. Oh, dear. Listen, if I go out and I don't hear dance hall music from the 90s, I vex. I'm like, was it even a Was it even a party? Was yeah. it even a party without 90s let's, dance yeah, hall? Yeah, really? that is was like... It? Ask yourself that question, DJ. <laughs> Ask yourself that. Yeah? Okay. And yes, listening to some of the lyrics, I probably shouldn't have been singing along for some of the songs. Ay, 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 ay. Under the sycamore tree. I probably should not have been. <laughs> Boy. Some of the music was my tune. Yes, and producers used to drop a rhythm, and then you have like ten artists doing a song to the same rhythm. The same rhythm. Oh. May I forget a joke from Jacqueline? <laughs> if you draw from hey, the rubbers, oh my rubbers! Loud, <laughs> that loud, loud. That's uh, for me. It was always some of the meets, oh. and even now, up to now, that song, that song will come on, and I will be on the floor. On yes, all fours. I know that. Yes, yes. In the first that, three seconds, it. she's on the ground. It would be like, oh, when I heard the the the, the intro on the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Can <laughs> grind good on you. Hi, what? Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, for me, the minute I hear driver, don't hey, stop. Hey, I got, got, But got, is that nineties no, though? No, but hear that. No, that one, that one, oh, that's Lord. gonna kill you, Fiona. My property is, is my oh, property. Lord. If you hey, drop sauce. Patra, hey, 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 and match hey, up everything. Hey, 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 I jumping up and down. Hey, speaking about Buju, sorry. Okay, have you all seen? Wow, the Drago lineup was 2006. What? Yes, I was just going to say 2006. Yes. Was... Sorry, guys, I just mm-hmm. you know, skipped. <laughs> Yes, sir. What are you saying? Have you all seen the lineup for Senusha Jazz yes. Festival? I have. Yes. Yes. And I'm just here to confirm <laughs> to you guys mm-hmm. that I am not missing Wuju Banton under any circumstances. Under any. Okay. 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 If I have okay. to go on crutches or wow. on a wheelchair, <laughs> wow. I will. Go. Wow! I will. The only thing that will stop me is if the creator decide it will be too much for me, and I, 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 I uh, mm. oh, no. Okay. But okay. Okay. Sorry. I've said it here today. Yes. Me and Mr. Bujubanton have a date. <laughs> okay. At Sinusha Jazz Festival. Oh, okay then. All right. All Epi, right. That's it. That's it. Showing. Okay. <laughs> it was that, that show is going to be very, very, wow. very epic. And I'm going to say to you, uh, ladies, right now, I have already mm-hmm. secured tickets. So, <sighs> okay, so we're not playing. Jazz is in jazz. Playing. Yeah. I am not playing. So, I have secured my tickets, and it's not going to be they, standard. They it will be VIP. You're right. No, the tickets are not out yet, honey. It's not. Oh, that out is yet. why I was asking. I'm like, no, I know where I get it from. Don't eh, ask questions. Eh, eh. Okay. Well, you could have boxed me down. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey! Hey. Okay. When I saw that, I screamed. Yes. Yes. This is going to be a tough question regarding 90s dance hall. And even asking it to myself is very difficult. Okay? Mm -hmm. Your top three... (laughs) dancehall cuts from the 90s top three okay uh <laughs> ooh, all right romantic call by yeah. patra is number well, one of course. straight yes, up yes right Woo! after that i like i like peanut punch uh-huh. oh yes I oh like my god yes peanut punch that's a big mm-hmm. song i think that's okay. by fabi dolly and yes fabi dolly peanut punch yeah yes and it may be oh debbie's cats I could song. sing that song, you know. I could sing that whole song. Debbie's right. cat gasser. That whole song. Okay. Um, oh my god. Your top three, just three, because of course we have plenty. That's hard. It's very but hard. Yes. It's very hard. What would yours be, Charlene? I I you go, you go, you go, you oh, go. Ross. You okay. Go. Well, for me, I have to say Capleton. Tour. Tour. Oh gosh. Ah! Number one hey, if somebody play that song, I say everything flying it. Hey, hey, hey. Capleton Tour, then anything by Supercat. Okay. I just feel like Supercat, the 90s, Dun Dada. Yo, I'm there for it. Then number three, Lord, I don't know. Number three is hard. I would have to say, let me see. Hmm. You know what? Number three. You know what? I can't say another super cat one. Lord. Okay. 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 Ah, okay. It's not dance hall. Mm. It could be. It could be. You know what? I liked Burps by Nada Ranks. <laughs> Burps. I, I do. I know. I, maybe if I hear it. You do. You do. I know it. Fiona, I can send it to you. You know okay, it. Okay. All right. I say you know this song. You know it. And I don't know if I should have liked it the way that I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> like like me and Debbie's cats. Okay. Boy. Boy, Debbie's oh. Fiona, what are the days you'll have a sing off? Showing you haven't had yours yet. What, yes. Okay. So um because I'm I am i how can I choose? It's, it's All right. So difficult. anything sizzler in the nineties. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Every yes. single yes. song. Everything. Give it to them. Give it to and them. Then, drop okay. in the nineties. Every last fucking okay. one. Okay. Right. Oh, right. Everyone. Okay. Um, Barrington Levy. Hey. All of yes. Barrington Levy tracks. Yes. Hey. All of them. All of Showing, them. Black you you Rose. need to give us some specifics. The I last, know. You're, you're giving us that like, you just say you just choose an artist. Black Roses. Here I come. Mm-hmm. Just no, no, that's fine. For the first two, for the third one, choose one song. I mm. cannot choose a song. You will have to right You're now. To? Today. Oh my god! Come on now, don't have our listeners like showing. Oh my god! Um. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Every single one. <laughs> okay. 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 Capleton. But you song. Just, uh, more fire. Oh, okay. more fire. Okay. I don't know the name. Our feelings them carry them done down. When that yeah. come down. And I, but, the, but the thing is, I love so many aspects of that era, dancehall era, like mm-hmm. Yami Bolo, Anthony B, all them oh, fellas. That's, uh, that's, but that's more Anthony. reggae. That's more the more yeah. reggae side to it. But these, that's what I grew up on. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what's in my. If I want to have a day where I'm cleaning, I'm right. doing work, I'm success, I'm doing, I'm being very, very productive. Just mm-hmm. put on some red hot fire music for me and right. you'll see everything getting done. That okay. speaks to my soul, okay. that music. So okay. I, it's very hard to choose. Very, very hard mm-hmm. to choose. But the bashment, it has to be stab of the meat. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So growing up in the Caribbean, you know <laughs> that we listen to everything. So yes, dancehall, soca, calypso, zouk, you know, all the beautiful music of the islands, right? But Caribbean people have very eclectic taste. It's right? true. And we listen to, I feel, if a Caribbean person was to make a playlist on Spotify of just songs mm. that they listen to, it would be the most diverse mix-up story that Spotify mm-hmm. have ever has ever seen. It's very yeah? true. Listen, mm-hmm. we 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 are the G's, okay? Yep. There's a genre from the '90s, and some may call it pop rock, but I'm speaking of yep. like Alanis Morissette. Oh God, hey, <laughs> the cranberries, the cranberries. Okay, no doubt. Oh, no fucking okay. doubt. That so whole album. Stefani and her problematic appropriation of Japanese culture. But yeah. But we, and that's the thing we didn't see. But if we were to go back and look at the music videos we loved. Like, of her and her, her crop top and her the eyebrows and thing and whatever. And is it the, the Harajuki? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, I guess. Sure. The dancers? I don't know. I'm, I might be mispronouncing and I do apologize if I am. But the way that she had her dancers and stuff, yeah, it, it's very unsettling now. But absolutely, no doubt from the Don't Sleep era. What? Yo, Don't Sleep, don't sleep was... Don't Sleep? What? That song, which says, hush, hush, darling, hey, yo. Yes. Hey. Yep, yep, yep. And, she, yep, and it was yep. about Tony, the big... Yes, the, the, the guy in the band. Yep, 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 yep. Don't speak. Hey, that's a, 
<laughs> I don't need no reason. Yo. Hey, that was a jam. Okay, eh? I have one for y'all. I have one for y'all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The sweet symphony. The that's verb. a that's a big tune today. Self. Who? Listen. The verb. Bittersweet. Oh, the verb. Yes. Yeah, and there was an artist. Now, was she the nineties? Let me see. Her name, a black artist called Reese, R-E-S. And I don't know if she was the 90s or early 2000s, but I found myself revisiting her first album a lot over the last few weeks or so. Mm. But I can't mm. remember if it's the 90s. She had a song called How I Do. Man. I don't know. I don't know if I know that song. Reese, I'm trying to see if she was the 90s, though. That's the only thing. Where's her Wikipedia, yo? Let's go to Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, let's not even play. Has I have Wikipedia. another one for you all. Oh, well, you know what? She was 2001. 2001. So not quite the 90s, but mm. um, you know, just coming out of it. And Fifi Dobson, y'all remember her? Mm -mm. Yo, what? No, I bet you you know her. I bet you. I think Fifi, for me... Fifi was like the first Willow, right? Okay. Was, yeah, Fifi Dobson. Yeah, I loved her. Let me see when her first album came out. I felt like it was the 90s. It could have been early 2000s, you know? But I also loved, yeah, Fifi Dobson was a big thing for me. And remember that duo coming away from rock music, Bejane? The Jani, Jani, remind me, Jani. Sending my love, sending my love. If I could, y'all don't know that. Oh, I don't know that. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm googling because sending oh, my love. Yo, Jani, oh yeah, hey, Mr. DJ. oh my gosh, yes, hey, I remember DJ. them. Yes, hey, Mr. DJ. Yo. Oh yes, 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 yes. 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 Oh, yes. I have one. I have one. Okay. And let me see. Let me see if y'all if y'all remember. Do you remember Diggable Planets? Shawin? I feel insulted. Which There's one? A... What's it? I didn't hear. Diggable, Diggable, Diggable Planets. Planets. Diggable Planets. Shawin. Shawin wasn't onto the hip hop. I'm like cool that, like that. Shawin cool wasn't. Like oh, that. I wasn't. I wasn't <gasps> onto that one. Yo, I was. was I was all so... dancehall and R and B. Yo, but yo, Diggable Planets and the girl with her sh oh, her short pixie cut. I cannot. I, I thought she was not. the cutest thing ever. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. ever. I loved her. It's like it the first was... like female rapper that Ladybug. Like... Ladybug Mecca. Ladybug. She was so sweet. Oh, remember? Tell me if you want me to. Come on, Groove Theory. Of course. Of course. Groove Theory. Groove freaking theory. The Neo Soul movement. Maxwell. Groove Theory. Erica mm -hmm. Van. Yes. Jill mm -hmm. Scott. Jaguar Wright. Who else? Man in the late 90s. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm telling you. There's no Escape. SWV. We talking about. Listen. There's no, there's no comparison. There's no comparison. There's no comparison. No. I used to have a crush on that guy from Groove Theory. What's your name again? Bryce. Me too. Me what too. Why name? name Fiona? Let's let's Google. I remember, you know. Groove Theory. Remember um like Escape Bryce. song. Who can I, who should I run to? Who should I run to? Yes. Okay. Oh my All gosh. right. Next level. 
Okay, go ahead, go ahead. That Jodeci album, 90s oh, or early 2000s? Freaking you and stuff. Was that like 98? Which one? The one with Feenin? Feenin, freaking you, all of them ones. I don't know. Tevin Campbell? No. You see, we could have this conversation <laughs> forever, you know. Like Tevin <laughs> Strawberry Campbell. Letter 23? Oh, yes. come on. Freaking you came out in 1995. Shut up. Yep. It's like almost 40 years. Yeah. Stop it. No, we shall yeah. not. Yeah. So come and talk to me was 1991. Come and talk to me. I really want to know. Can you? Okay. So question. Out of, out of Judici, which one did y'all have a crush on? Not one. Not one? Not, 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 not even, not, not, not Devante. The other one that never sang. He was just in the corner. Dante, that was no. his name, no? No, no, didn't have a crush on any of them. You I like their it? music, but I just, yeah. I used to like, yeah. I used to like Devante Swing, but have Deva- you seen, of course, have you Devante seen Devante how he looks Swing. recently? Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> he looks worse than D'Angelo, I'll tell you that. Listen, hey, 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 hey. No, thou shalt not have disparageth D'Angelo. Thank you very much. I don't care. You don't, don't care. care. I care. I don't care how much <laughs> I care. Is. I don't freaking care. You shall not, not my D'Angelo, Fiona. I'm sorry. Not um, D. No, no. I'm I'm the one that's sorry because how could you go from being the icon, right? Mm-hmm. The icon. So you see how everyone likes uh Jonathan Majors now. And when Jonathan's Ma- Jonathan Majors' men's health came out and his body was all cut, I'm like, oh my God, Jonathan Majors. And he is very beautiful. But yo, D'Angelo, that how does it feel? Whatever time that it come out Ooh. to him now, yo, hey, sorry, yeah. it's very painful. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I beautiful. I really, really, I love him. I don't care. And the thing is, we all know. Well, I shouldn't say we all know because we are we are making assumptions that you know he has had battle with addiction right yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. so that has a lot to do with his health okay I feel mm-hmm. in the last few years he's gotten on top of it okay. and so he's back to taking care of himself more and so forth right so this is just allegedly because obviously we don't know for sure if that attributed to D'Angelo's weight gain but I don't care <laughs> I don't care. I would. I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something. You can still get it. You can still get it. Yes. How does it feel? Came out in year 2000. Yes. So I'm assuming it was written in 99. So I'm gonna yeah. add it to the 90s list. Add it. <laughs> obviously, the album before that one, his mm-hmm. debut album, came out in the 90s. So with Brown Sugar, Cruising, all those. So he was an artist of the 90s. So that particular mm-hmm. album. How does it feel? It did come out early 2000s, but he came from the 90s. So we're going to claim him. All right. It's mm. all good. Doing it's a very good. quick uh, Wikipedia search, it says at the age of 17, he met Afropunk Festival partner Jocelyn Cooper, who it, it, then signed him onto Midnight Songs. So that's mm. very interesting from since he was 17. It's amazing. That mm-hmm. child has been blessed. <laughs> okay. So Singer, ways. songwriter, musician, producer come through yeah. like come on the fuck through d'angelo seriously nah love him always and forever 
Okay, you know he has a child for um I wish I did. What's her name? I can I know who that dark skin is. Angela and Angie Stone. Angie Stone. Angie Stone. I remember when they were together. And I thought that was a big thing. Yes, I remember that. So nice. Yeah. So nice. She's such a beautiful woman as well. Gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. Love her. Love Angie. Mm. Okay. T bars, left eye, and chili. Oh, that's a cool oh, oh. What about Let your me friend? Let tell you something. Oh, I, oh. Had, what I, about had, your I had the album, the first album before <laughs> the, the yeah, with, with What About Your Friends and all that. So before Creep and, and yeah. When the Sun Get Big, I had their first, first, first the one. new album. Yes. yes. Absolutely love them i when they first came out i was like i like this i like how they're dressed you know i like what they're singing about love 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 what was the name of the first album do you remember oh, Fiona? Man, I, I, I can't, can't remember, remember the name of the first but one. you know what looking at left eye right remember left eye used to wear a condom over her eye eh? <laughs> yes remember that yes it was it was called Ooh on the TLC tip was their first album. Yes. Right? So she used to wear the the glasses with the condom over her eye, and it was all about like promoting safe sex and things like that. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? And the fashion, wow. the fashion, wow. you know, being feminine without having to wear bodycon clothes and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. They had their mm-hmm. baggy, their baggy jeans and a little crop top. I still find that so for me, I love that look still. Yeah, me too. You know? So do I. Aaliyah yeah. rocked it. Aaliyah was like, yeah, a, a mixture embracing both and just being beautiful and somewhat ethereal. I found yeah. Aaliyah to be yeah. quite ethereal, even though she was very tomboyish to a degree. But the thing is, I didn't even find, I, I didn't find her style even tomboyish. I thought she was like, Still so graceful, very feminine, feminine. very mysterious, very, it wasn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't find, yeah, she wore Tim's and, and, and baggy jeans and Tim like Mm -hmm. that, but I never saw her as, I mean, when the first time she wore a skirt and like, everyone's like, oh my God, like she's wearing a skirt. Like (laughs) it was, it wasn't, I didn't see her as any more feminine actually yeah. i prefer to yeah. see her in her jeans and thing like me that me too yeah me too you're definitely correct with that fee oh man Aaliyah. still mm. a little bit heartbroken about it, how that yeah, all happened just so suddenly let's not, let's not talk yeah, about that, let's one. Not. that one was hard that one was hard do you remember where you were fiona when you got the news i was in Senusha, my friend tariba's house and mm. i think she was having a house party when mm. the news came i think it was what 98 um Um, yeah yeah i remember i remember and i refuse to believe it you know i also remember when tupac died as well yes Mm -hmm. tupac did it for me i remember where i was when tupac died i was in new york i was living in new york at the time when tupac yeah and biggie i was living in near to biggie's old neighborhood really Um, so that must have been a lot it was a lot it, I was near to his old name, one of his old neighborhoods, I should say. Mm. Yeah, I was living in Brooklyn during that era from 90. I was in Brooklyn from 96 to early 2000s. It was a time. It was an epic time. Yeah? It, what it was an epic. Yeah, definitely a very defining time culturally 
for us black folks. And to be, I remember I came home one day and they were shooting Aaliyah's um, Hot Like Fire on my street. No so, way! Yeah, so I couldn't get into my freaking apartment. They were shoot- and Missy Elliott was there. And I was like, oh, God damn. I wish wow. I had known. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a, a great era to be in New York, for sure. Until it wasn't. But definitely, I loved it. I loved, you know, when I think, and I want to hear your your. Your opinions on yourself in the 90s, you know, I find that in the 90s, I was quite brave. Like the first time I went to New York, it was 92. Mm-hmm. And I remember, what's his name? P. Diddy, P. Diddy Pop, Puff, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was just really coming into his own. I think he may have still been working at Arista at the time under Andre Haral. And I remember going in and my cousin was going in to see him. I didn't know who he was at the time. And when we got to his office, a really small office, there was like a um, a line of the most beautiful Black women, but they were auditioning for a video. And so my cousin went in to see him and I went into the office and I didn't know who he was. I honestly didn't know who he, who he was. It was only afterwards that she told me. Um, and he was like, oh, you know, is your, you know, does your cousin want to be in the video? And I was like, no. And my cousin was like, you sure? Because I guess mm-hmm. she was trying to indicate with her eyes, like, yes. Sure. You know, when somebody watching, <laughs> you're like, yeah. Yeah, so take the hint. Take the, and I was like, no, man. Because I was, I was a baby. I had just graduated sixth form. I was spending the summer in New York. I didn't know nothing. I was like, no, I'm good. I don't want to be in a music video. And I forgot which video. I think it was a Mary J. Blige video that he was auditioning for. But I didn't know. But it was just a really great time to be in New York. There was this club called the Limelight that was the hot spot. And there was this other one in the West Village uh, on West Westport Street. I can't remember the name of it, but that was also a wonderful place to be. And it's when I got my first tattoo, it was in New York in the 90s. It actually needs recoloring, so I have to see to that. But just a wonderful time to be alive and to be young, and just, you know, randomly end up in like a Fuji music video because the people you ran into in a shoe store were like, girl, come. You know, it was just, yeah, magical for me. The 90s were very magical and I felt very adventurous. How about you, Sherwin? How were the 90s for you? I think Fiona should go first. Yeah, the 90s was, well, I was still, I was in, still in secondary school. Eh? I left, I finished secondary school in 98. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of good memories, especially towards the end of right. secondary school where I decided to come into myself. I think when I started secondary school, I was very self-conscious. I was mm-hmm. very, just very unsure of myself and very shy. And then, you know, you know, people, people gave me a lot of attention because of one who my father Mm. is and Mm. also because of how I looked. So all of that attention made me go into myself as well, you know, and then also I was quote unquote geeky. I was, I performed well in like common entrance. I placed eighth in the Island. Mm -hmm. So I love to sit and read and things like that. I was kind of, I was teased for them kind of things. Right. Mm. I was very mistreat and narrow. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you start to meet different people, hang around different people. So I emerged out of, like, I, I guess I, I, a, a flower opened up, 
you know, oh, where yeah. I started to to find find my foot. Not fully confident when I left school and stuff like that, but really I had changed so much from when I started secondary school to when I finished. In good ways and bad ways, I don't know if you define bad, you know, right. in, in terms of, you know, doing things like smoking cigarettes and <laughs> chasing man and doing yes. all those things, right? Like I wasn't... When, when I left secondary school, I wasn't sexually active or anything yet. Mm-hmm. So it's not in the in the scheme of things. I wasn't there there, but I was doing mad things like going with older guys in their car and in their 20s and oh, going all the way. I'd say I go into my friend's house and I ended up on the other side of the island doing mm. wheelies and, you know, in the car, <laughs> what do you call it? Um, donuts <laughs> in the cars. And I, yo, I anything could happen to me you know so I did a lot of mad things as well or like when I was in Venezuela there was a time me and um, my friend Deborah Mm -hmm. um, she's American blonde hair blue eyes and we met up with some I guess I can't even them them fellas must have been in their 30s maybe pushing 40 and they took us to this rodeo in Venezuela, you know, they have this cowboy culture. So he took us to his rodeo. We watched people riding the horses and finging the bulls and whatever. And then, yo, Daman was taking us down the highway. We were high. We were smoking weed. Probably had some alcohol in our blood. And it's me and Deborah with 17-year-old girls with some mm. 40-something-year-old Venezuelan man that we probably met like the day before. There's Whoa. no cell phone driving down this highway in Venezuela somewhere, which is near the border of Colombia, because that's where I lived. Blasting, I'm walking on sunshine. And we see Katrina. Oh, my God. And then Deborah turned and watched me and said, you know, you know, if we have an accident now and we die, and the parents ask, where were they? And to find out we were in a car with some man in his 40s, like, high they, they, they'll do a toxicology test they'll see that we have weed and alcohol in our system like they'll be so disappointed in us. <laughs> i'll never i'll never forget that thank god we did a lot of mad things gasa as we should but a lot of mad things we you know? should do mad things yeah. and i'm i'm happy you had that experience and you survived it but Fiona, even <laughs> if you and deborah had gotten into an accident and and tragically died he would have died so happy and so Yo, joyful. That song, I'm, I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa, yes. screaming. And don't and feel good. Exactly. And the volume okay. was on yes. full. And we were singing it loud yes. on the highway. And everybody just watching us because we sing it is an, a song in English. So looking mad. And people like, it was just one of the most liberating moments. And I think also very defining for me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. that definitely I think Venezuela, which came to the close the nineties for me, because I, I left there in ninety-nine, was really, really shaped me because I left St. Lucia and I had my comforts and things like that. And I moved to a city where they had very few people speaking English. It was mm-hmm. landlocked, so I didn't get to see the sea. I'm used to seeing the ocean. Eh? Any everywhere you go in St. Mm-hmm. Lucia, you see the mm-hmm. sea somewhere, right? In in your day. Nice. So I hadn't seen like the ocean for almost a year. Then it's like there were no other Caribbean people in the entire city. So it was just me one. And it was like on the border of Colombia, I'm living with a family that don't speak no English. So I had to to go to school and study chemistry and physics and maths and all these things in Spanish. And there's no internet. There's no WhatsApp. 
if you want to call mm -hmm. people, you have to go and get a phone card and go buy the phone booth. The phone I used to have to write letters and stuff like that. You know, there was I could I couldn't even watch TV in English. Everything was dubbed over. You know? Mm -hmm. So it was through that isolation, yo, you had to grow up real quick, eh? Yeah. Yes. Real, yes. real mm. quick. So that's how I closed, that's how I closed my 90s, you know, then coming back a completely different person. I also got I gained a lot of weight and mm -hmm. I came back looking a complete my parents couldn't even recognize me. So that's what? how I that's wow. how I, I closed up my 90s. Oh, but Fiona, what a way to close up your 90s. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Shall we? Yes, darling. The 90s. Where were you, my love? Where were you in your life? What were you doing? <sighs> Boy, okay. So early 90s, obviously. Early 90s, I was quite young. Mid 90s, Gasa, I was living my best life. <laughs> Why I am think, I not surprised? I think this, every time I look back at the 90s, every time I look back at my high school journey, Gasa, that was the best years of my fucking life. You know, I, I did whatever the hell I want. I was, I was, oh my God. I, I I don't know. It was crazy. I was like Fiona. I was doing shit. I had no business doing none whatsoever. And there's no internet. So there's no evidence of that shit. Okay. Of the 90s. Yes. All indeed. right. There's no evidence. There's none whatsoever is people's memory. And I would mm -hmm. question it. I would say, mm. it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. That's, that's not true. That prove it. <laughs> prove it, bitch. Prove it. <laughs> But I absolutely enjoyed the 90s. I was finding myself. I was seeing the type of person I am. I was beautiful. I, well, I still am beautiful, sorry. But I was mm -hmm. slim. I, I was in just, oh my God. When I was leaving school, when I was leaving Hess, I was like in my element. Mm. I had the world. The world is my oyster. And I was like, hey, but... I ended the 90s with a baby. So that tells you, Aww. that tells you, October 1999, my child, my first child was born. So maybe I enjoyed the 90s a little <laughs> bit too much. Listen. Oh, Jay. So that's how I closed off my 90s. But I was up, I, I was, I was, one time I was working three jobs, three mm. amazing jobs. I was, I was doing merchandising with Peter and company. Mm -hmm. So I'll be going around the island, um, in a, in a, mm. sometimes with a van sales guy mm. and just going to visit all these beautiful stops, going to all the hotels, doing all sorts of things, doing sales. And then I used to be a bartender in the evening, a waitress, mm. sorry, um, at Snooty Aguti in the evening. And then I used to work events. I used to do events as well, promote goods Girl. all over the place. I had fun. I energy. had fun. I was in TV. Energy. Hello. Hey, I, I, I was doing it. I was living the life. And energy. yeah, and the life caught up with me in the end. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I, I just think we're at different stages in our lives, you know? Yes. And I can yes. look back on the 90s because I made some colossal mistakes in the 90s mm. as well. You know, but then, you know, were there mistakes or just reroutes, right? Um, was I being reroute? I wouldn't call it mistakes. Right. I wouldn't call it mistakes. I would call it, um, you know, 
that's how we you you're learning you are finding your exactly. foot you're seeing what's exactly. good for you and what's not good for you and how could exactly. you how could you not mm. you understand we had to try things out yeah so i wouldn't call it mistakes no. at all lessons and rerouting that's what we're gonna call them right yes so for yes. you know we have a real mixed bag of listeners and supporters we have some really young ones too and so if you're listening right to us reminisce about the 90s <laughs> in another 30 20 years you'll be reminiscing about the 2000s and your particular eras and mm -hmm. i want you to know that whatever you're traveling through right now whatever you're journeying through if the word failure comes up in your mind in conversations with others in conversations with yourself eliminate that word nothing yep. you're doing is failing it's simply guiding you to where you actually align and where you need to be right even those no's and the rejections for maybe things that you're applying for, or maybe for someone's heart, even those no's and rejections, they are rerouting you to where you need to be, to what you need to be doing and to who you actually need to be with. So just enjoy, enjoy, enjoy this time. Your time in your twenties, I <laughs> experiment experiment try new things yep. and you should never yep. stop trying new things yep. but in your 20s you actually have the physical energy i think do you so. do i think please you do, do I so think, please I think, do so yeah okay there's the in that at that point there's a we have a lot of energy we have yeah. i think what we well we what i did not have was mm -hmm. guidance mm. you understand mm. so i was doing Everything I was doing at that time, well, in my 20s, yes. I was, it was trial and error. In the 90s, that's mm. a, I was just, I, then no holds bars, yeah. none whatsoever. It was just Love go, it. go, do, do, Love do. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you said something really interesting, but also to our younger listeners, don't be afraid to reach out. And no. that's something, you know, they say you shouldn't have regrets in life. But no. there were some situations that I was going through and I'm sure that there were people who would have helped me, mm -hmm. right? And made yep. things a little yep. easier for me. Yep. I yep. know, in fact, that those people would have. So don't yep. ever be afraid or ashamed to reach out and just ask yep. a question. Even, even if it's just to say, you know, I'm not feeling great about a decision I'm about to make. You know, can I talk it through with you? It's mm. fine. There are some decisions I made that really, I wish that I had done that. Mm. I do. Mm. I yeah. honestly, honestly do. Because the, you know, there are times when life could have been a whole lot less challenging for yeah. me. And I say this, you know, in retrospect and, and with experience and age, but if you have someone in your life who has that experience and age, tap into them as a resource, yeah, but Tap into them yeah. for some support. Yeah? yeah. But still go out and experiment and be free and do crazy things. Eh? <laughs> and remember, <laughs> our our generation, we're the most fun. Hmm. So we understand. We know. <laughs> like, our generation is the most fun. I think every generation will say no, that. No, ours. No, 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 no. Ours, <laughs> but showing you're a different generation to me. I'm Generation X, I think. And you're a millennial, no? Do you count as a millennial? I'm 80. I'm 1980. Oh, what is, what is that? Is that? I don't know. Is I that Gen idea. X? I don't know. I don't know we don't that. know. Okay. That's a whole other discussion. But <laughs> like we said, 
because this episode was wild. All right. So many different things. But Sherwin and Fiona, what has been bringing you joy? What has brought me joy this week is that I made a considerable investment in posh cookies from Fortnum and Mason. I ordered about five boxes of mm-hmm. expensive ass biscuits mm-hmm. to have wow. in my house because Damn you know what? Right. I just wanted to have something nice in my house for us to eat and for like the family to enjoy. I say, fuck it. I'm buying posh biscuits. So I did. I love that for you. Cool. That says so much, eh? That <laughs> says that says Fiona that I could hear you typing up or I don't know if you did that order online. If you did it online, I, I did. Could, I could see your face like <laughs> fuck it. I am getting those cookies. That's right. For everything. I am getting those cookies. Yes, I am. Um, can I ask <laughs> the flavor of the cookies? <laughs> I could just see my oh, let me mm. tell you, there's honey and lavender shortbread. Cheese. Okay. Salted caramel Florentines. Then there is another set called Toffee Lossus. Yes. Shut up. Toffee Lossus biscuits. And there was cherry Lossus biscuits. And there was one called Bountiful Butter Biscuits. Fiona, you have to send some of these cookies out for your beloved friends. Hello, you you know. Hello, Fiona. I I have a barrel no. coming down soon. You mind sending hey. a few to put into that <laughs> barrel? I am here trying to think who coming next. Which one? <laughs> <am I? laughs> you fancy making us have that look on our face too and say, "Fuck it, I am eating those cookies." <laughs> I am eating with my big hey. expanding ass. I am eating the Fortman hey. hey, that would be real talk. Ass that would be. It that would be it, Fiona. <laughs> so that is thank what you for sharing you give us joy, motherfucking joy this week. And you're damn right, <laughs> <laughs> damn right. Like I said in the beginning, this week was quite tough, mm, mm. but I have this friend of mine down here. <laughs> I knew him from when we were kids, when we were well, back in the 90s, mm. back in the day, back in um, the day. But um, we reconnected when I when I moved down to Saint Lucia, and wonderful. This guy <laughs> is now like I view him like like my soul brother. <laughs> you know, we have our soul sister. I view him like my soul brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to date his brother. In fact, when we were when we were in the nineties, I used to date his younger brother. And so he keeps saying every to everybody, oh, she she's my brother's ex. <laughs> but anyway, this guy has been there for me this week. He's just been amazing. He has been nothing short of a tribe brother. He I I've told him you're now part of my tribe. So okay. Beautiful. I have given you the okay to call yourself my tribe brother. Okay. So- <laughs> Lovely and um why that brought me so much joy i was really needing some um some help and this guy dropped everything and he said shawin today mm-hmm. is yours let's go we're doing this we're doing that we, we went to the mm-hmm. beach we cool out on the beach we, then we went to rodney bay then we then at about six o'clock he said let's go to the cinema i said 
okay, let's go to the cinema. We went to the cinema eight Love o'clock. It. Leave the cinema all after midnight because we watch Avatar. Mm. And I'm like, oi, Gasa, you don't even know. You don't even know. And and it's so nice to have. I, I have that relationship with my sisters, with my girls, with mm. you lot. I have my tribe. But I never thought I would be able to have that type of relationship with mm. a man. Mm. Because he's just, he's just like one of us. I love just it. like one of us. So that's what's brought me joy this week. He's really, mm. really stepped up and just been there for me this week. And he's brought me a lot of joy. So that's, I love that for that's you, my friend. He brought me joy mm. this week. Yes. Platonic man-woman relationships, friendships are the best, the best. It's so nice. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand Mm. how a man and a woman could have a platonic relationship like that. A lot of people say, oh, no, there must be something going on. No, No. this guy has absolutely no interest in me. In fact, no, (laughs) but the bond we have Mm -hmm. just over spirituality and just laughing at all things shit from the 90s, funny enough, (laughs) we sitting now, we could sit down and reminisce for hours and hours upon hours mm. and it's just been so amazing so yeah yeah it's it, it can happen uh-huh. it can happen love it but love yeah. that for you Aww. that's me <laughs> what about you Chantal so many things brought me joy this week but I'm gonna talk about food so- oh my goodness <laughs> we Nibis has had um, a Haitian community since the 80s right mm-hmm. So we have quite a lot of people of Haitian heritage um, living on the island that have lived here since the 80s and it's grown. And for the very first time, I had Haitian food. I had black rice. Jesus, please. Hey, black rice, nice, eh? I cannot. Okay. I'm like, yo, wait, what? All right. Haitian black rice and grilled tuna fish. Hey. Hey. In Haitian seasoning, I can't. Hey. I can't even speak. I could just kiss my teeth. That's, That's all nothing short of amazing. It was nothing short of amazing, or nothing short, but whatever, whatever the phrase is. I don't know. My head gone. Food, yo, it was so delicious, and it was prepared by an elder in the Haitian community here in Nevis. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Okay, so. That's what brought me joy this week. The Haitian Mm -hmm. community in Nevis, who consistently remind me that I am an honorary Haitian. (laughs) Because my birthday is on Haitian Flag Day. I was born on Haitian Flag Day. Exactly. Exactly. And they're like, clearly, clearly, Chantal, (laughs) you are Haitian. (laughs) And you have a French name. You are Haitian. (laughs) So, yes. That's what brought me joy this week. Oh. In addition to so many other things, my beloved friend being here, like yeah. just being able to hang out my washing finally and not get wet by torrential downpours because it's not about St. Lucia, but it's been raining in Nevis. And so we had a couple of clear days with no rain, hanging out yeah. my laundry, hearing the wind blow through them, feeling the warmth when I pick them up off the line. Yo, yeah. great fun. Great fun. We had some rain as well. We had some mm. rain as well here, but it's been nice. It's been really nice the past yeah. few, probably a few days. Yeah. It's beautiful. 
Well, all right, ladies. Yes, ladies. We've come to the end of this epic 90s reminiscing. Probably one of our longest episodes ever. Is it? Oh my God, we might have to come down. We were were wilding. We went all over the place and we love it. And we won't be taking out much of it. So what you will be hearing will be most of the conversation. We promise. (laughs) Make sure that you continue supporting us, loving on us. We appreciate you. We appreciate you pouring into us. DM us, get into the emails, send us your letters. Next week is going to be our final episode for this season. For this season, mm. not final episode ever, it's going to be the final episode for this season. And we are going to be talking about love. So, whatever oh, that means, love. You, send in your letters. If there's something you want to share, if there's something on your heart, what is the email address again, Sherwin? I always forget. It Sherwin. is mm-hmm. relatablepodcast at gmail.com. And that's relatable with an E. Relatable with mm-hmm. an E. At All right. Yes. So it's relatablepodcast at gmail.com. That's right. That's right. Y'all send in your letters. Send in your love letters. If there's Ooh. someone... I'm saying if there's someone that you want to speak to who may not even be listening to the show, but you want to put it in a letter, send us your love letters, man. Let's get the love flowing (laughs) for our final episode of the season. All right. So until such time, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast fix. Listen, rate, review, share. We appreciate you all so much. And remember, a shared journey brings home. We're terrible. Love y'all. Bye. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. 